I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. Bay Area nurses are fed up. It's been two years of working through a pandemic and caring for COVID patients while also facing worker shortages, long hours, and little support for their mental health. And so nurses across different Bay Area hospitals have been staging work stoppages, including a one-day strike by Sutter Health nurses last Monday. Then, one week later, Stanford nurses held their own strike on Monday. It was organized by the Committee for Recognition of Nursing Achievement, or CRONA, a union representing 5,000 Stanford nurses. Nurses like Brittany West say strikes are not an easy decision to make, but at this point, they're necessary. Unfortunately, the hospital hasn't been able to realize what their nurses need to be supported. And it doesn't just come down to wages. It's support for mental health. It's adequate staffing, not just to state minimums. It's to patient acuity. West is a Stanford ICU nurse who recently wrote a guest column in The Chronicle explaining why she and her colleagues are striking. The one moment I walked into work and there were three pregnant women on the floor that were all COVID positive. And I saw the incubator for the, you know, the little aquarium looking thing that the babies go into outside of the room. That was my patient. I'm an experienced ICU nurse. I've been an ICU nurse seven years, but that was one moment that I just said, I don't know if I can, I can handle that. Retaining nurses is critical in California. According to a UCSF study, the state is short by more than 40,000 full-time nurses, about 14% fewer than what is needed. Early on in the pandemic, they were applauded as essential workers and frontline heroes. What's changed and what will it take for nurses to stay on the job? Stanford ICU nurse Brittany West joins me to explain. Brittany, thanks for being here. The pandemic has put a spotlight on worker burnout across industries. What does that look and feel like for you? Um, Me personally, I work in a critical care unit. I actually work in the unit that was created to take care of critical care, critical ICU patients, so the COVID ICU. So my unit takes care, took care of the sickest COVID patients. My unit was one of the hardest hit with having to go from patient to patient to patient relatively quickly without having that time to decompress in between, just moving kind of onto the next one um, and being kind of forced to fill a lot of gaps in staffing with taking overtime and providing still safe patient care and great patient care, but at the sake of burning us out, they're burning the nurses out, especially in the critical care units. So that was kind of been going on for the past two and a half years. And now that COVID has kind of slowed down, now we're we're seeing an influx of people coming in for their follow-up. So we're still getting kind of slammed with very sick patients. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could outline some of the main demands that the group wants the hospital to step up to. Um, One of the biggest ones is to have safe, adequate staffing. The hospital will tell you that they're staffing to, you know, state mandates that were the third best staffed hospital in the state. But 
that is just by pure numbers and not by acuity. So the safe staffing law from the state is twofold. So it's um, it has ratios for each unit. For example, my unit is, is one nurse to two patients, but you also have to take into account how sick those patients are. So we have patients who may need a one-to-one nurse if they're on special equipment. So that type of acuity needs to be taken into account. On top of that, you also have your breaks that you need to be given. So a lot of the times people might be foregoing their breaks because we don't have a break nurse. So it can get very, very you know busy and kind of technical when you're trying to figure out staffing and, and breaks and making sure you know the patients are taken care of and your nurses are able to go and just get a simple bathroom break or their lunch break. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that self-care and mental health is a priority here. What has it been like to try to access mental health resources and support from Stanford? I'm not sure if you know listeners are familiar. I wasn't super familiar myself with a lot of companies do offer something called an EAP program or employee assistance program, which is usually a free program that employees can access when they need help for different issues. And um, I was actually introduced to it by my own personal doctor. And she said, try to access this. When I asked, I said, you know, I think I really need someone to talk to. I am, I'm, I work in the COVID unit. I, I just feel like what I'm seeing and going through is, is kind of affecting my outside work life. And I just, I just feel like I want someone to talk to. I contacted them and they did their kind of initial assessment. And the response was, Okay, well, you can have we'll we'll get you an appointment in six to eight weeks. And I was just kind of shocked by that because it's like, no, I'm not in crisis or feel the need that I need something immediate, but I did feel the need that I needed to talk to someone relatively soon. So one of the things that the union is asking for is kind of like an extra stipend to have Stanford provide that will reimburse us to get outside mental health care. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Last week, Sutter Health nurses staged a one-day strike. UCSF and UCLA nurses have announced their intention to hold rallies on Wednesday to raise many of the same concerns you're talking about now. Does this feel like a groundswell movement? I do think we're in a turning point for nursing as a profession. I think there are a lot of things happening all at once. Um, There's a lot of pivotal things that are coming to light as far as how we're being treated and viewed and the things that we are responsible for and how much we contribute and how much of a staple we are to the healthcare system. And I think nurses are finally realizing how much power we have if we do stand together. We want to be just treated fairly. We want to, we know our worth now. And I think the pandemic really kind of not just opened, you know, the world's eyes, but opened our eyes. 
Some patients are supportive of the strike and understand the concerns that nurses are outlining here, while others aren't. What's your messaging to folks that might be worried about a strike's impact on patient care? What do you want them to understand? I just want them to understand and kind of think about, one, if they've ever had to spend an extended amount of time in the hospital and the nurses who've cared for them. I want them to think about if their nurses, you know, were well rested and, and, you know, have been, were able to practice self-care and were, weren't on their 16th hour of their fifth day, you know, wouldn't you want a nurse that is up to her best self and is able to give her your best self and in turn care for you the best way she can. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not, it's not all about wages. Wages are just going to help us, you know, be a part of your community. We want to be a part of the community that we care for. So it's not just about money either. So, and we just want to be cared for the same way that we give care to our patients, you know, both physically and mentally. You noted in your op-ed piece that California has already lost about 40,000 nurses Um, Many have left and are considering leaving. That must be an incredibly painful choice for folks that have trained and have wanted to be in this profession. So I wanted to ask you, why did you want to become a nurse? And what would that prospect of potentially leaving the profession mean for you? I wanted to become a nurse because I I did want to help people. I just had to find my way to to the profession. It took me a little bit of time, but ultimately it's been the best choice, especially getting into critical care. And as far as leaving the profession, I don't know what it would take for me to leave the profession. Like I said, I'm going to stay because I want to be a nurse advocate. I want to have nursing be a sustainable profession. You know, I don't want to say that Stanford's all bad because they're not. I love where I work. I just want them to to see where we're coming from and to see what we've been through and to to come onto the floor sometime and and maybe shadow us like I'll precept you. Come on. So what it would it would have to take something big for me to leave. I think I'll stay in some form. I don't know if I'll always be bedside, but I I would definitely stay in the profession in some form. Mm-hmm. Early on the pandemic, especially in 2020, we remember how people applauded nightly for medical workers and showed a lot of empathy for frontline workers in this way. And do you feel that same sort of support now? Is this also about asking for more empathy from the greater public like we had in the earlier pandemic? I think, unfortunately, people have gotten numb to COVID. People have gotten numb to, you know, hearing about death and dying from COVID. I think part of it is some people feel, well, that's what we signed up for. Sorry, that's not what I signed up for. I didn't I didn't volunteer as tribute to go into rooms with an unknown disease and potentially and potentially die from it. I hope that, you know, people understand that we are just here to help and we, we love what we do and we're not, you know, we're not going to stop just because 
someone feels differently that, you know, where they're not clapping for us or they're not calling us heroes. I mean, if you look back at the news cycles from last year, Stanford had all of the Palo Alto police and a big rally for us calling us healthcare heroes literally a year ago on April 23rd. Mm -hmm. And now we're striking. So a lot can change in a year. Right. Brittany, I appreciate you so much for speaking up and for sharing your perspective with me. Thank you. Thank you. Brittany West is an ICU nurse at Stanford. For coverage of nursing strikes throughout the Bay Area, visit Chronicle reporter Nanette Asimov's coverage at sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. Thanks to King Kaufman for editing this episode and to you for listening. <laughs>